0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan is with me is not Luke. It is my good buddy, Adam. Luke is on a vacation. So filling in for him is Adam. Say hey, Adam. Hey, thanks
1: for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: I'm excited to have you, man. So um, this episode, we're going to do some stuff that's a little bit different. So instead of uh, doing our usual like news topic, I uh, feel like we would take this opportunity to uh, review a game that both me and Adam have completed, The Last of Us. But before we do that, we're actually going to go ahead and just like we do a regular show and uh, do a little bit of watching slash playing. And, you know, basically uh, after that, we'll be able to do The Last of Us. So if you haven't played The Last of Us, you'll have up to then to listen before we give you ample warning to shut it off before we spoil the entire thing. So um, Adam, since you are the guest, I'm going to let you go first. What um, have you been watching slash playing this week? Yeah. um,
1: So I just finished devs, the TV show uh, by Alex Garland. Uh, He did ex machina annihilation. It's really interesting. Uh, Great sci-fi show about, software developers um who i guess kind of take it a little bit too far um and are sort of on the verge of fringe science so definitely suspend your disbelief watching it um bit of a slow burn some of the acting leaves a little bit to be desired but Mm. there's some really good gut punch sci-fi moments that i feel like only alex can do really awesome
0: this is a hulu original right i think was it yeah i think it was yeah Nice. Yeah. so you finish season one of devs? Yes. I, and I
1: think that's all we're getting. Um, I don't oh. know if the ratings were good, um, but yeah, like I, I stuck with it. So I thought it was, it's definitely watchable.
0: You know that, you know, it's funny like hearing that it's a one and done kind of always makes me want to watch something more. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I don't know. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And I think there's something to be said about that. There's closure there's not like, oh, when's this next season going to come? I think, like, other shows um, that purposefully do that do it well. Like, I watched one a um, long time ago, The Night Of. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. With, yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, but it was, was really great. It's, like, a, a great hook in the beginning. Um, and, like, all the stress and anxiety and pressure you want from that a thriller-type show with John Totoro, a great supporting mm-hmm. actor. It was excellent, and then it ended, and I felt complete, <laughs> and that was enough. <laughs> I don't need any more. Ready for the next story.
0: Heck, yeah. Um, yeah. What else have you been watching slash playing?
1: Um, let's see. I watched the first episode of I Know This Much Is True. Um, it's the Mark Ruffalo show where he plays two um brothers so he's two different characters um and it's like gut-wrenching like uh bring some queenex <laughs> because it will definitely wreck you so and i'm interesting again, honestly, i've in not heard about second, this year, yeah it's really um really good kind of the same tone as like manchester by the sea almost a little bit more edgy
0: Ooh, okay mm-hmm. more edgy okay yeah well and i
1: mean <laughs> Manchester is a little bit more melancholy and yeah. solemn. Um, but this, I think, is a little bit faster paced. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting so far. I'm not rushing back to it because I can only take so much emotion, especially after The Last of Us.
2: Yeah, um,
0: definitely. We're going to get to that <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but playing Ghost of Tsushima, we've talked about. Paper Mario, we've talked about. Um, and I'm really into this indie game called Cloudpunk. it's uh like this 8-bit is it 16-bit i don't know i was getting confused um sort of cyberpunk style open hmm. area type game where you're this um courier this young woman who's moved to the city making deliveries and like um hmm. some of them are require moral choices like you get a package and it's ticking and it's like do i want the money or should i dispose of this sort of thing so it's pretty dialogue heavy, um, slow paced, good music, um, but yeah, pretty interesting.
0: The Steam game, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's coming to consoles later, uh, mm.
0: but yeah. Oh Steam. man. Very, very uh, Blade Runner there for sure.
1: Yeah. Blade Runner a great description for it.
0: Holy crap. Looks cool. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot of flying around the city in your little mm-hmm. uh, hover car. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the trailer and stuff. It looks looks interesting. How how long have we been playing that?
2: Not long. Maybe like five or so hours.
0: So Oh cool. Yeah, not long. All right. Um anything yeah. else? Uh no, that's pretty much
1: where I am right now. How about you?
0: Um well I'll fill you in on a game that you actually recommended to me last night. Um mm-hmm. I spent a few hours with it, um that's Fall Guys.
2: Uh, taking the internet by storm.
0: It sure is. And you know, <laughs> But what the heck it's free it's the playstation plus free game of august so you know what's what's there to lose so uh my impressions are like it's very unique and i think it's kind of brilliant honestly like the fact that you know it's tate everyone's doing the battle royale thing 100 players Mm. 50 players drop in blam 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 shoot each other rinse and repeat right that that's Mm -hmm. good that's really cool it's a really unique thing that and that they've kind of carved out in the last five years that kind of PUBG kind of started um it's really nice to have a version of that that is a hundred percent silly where it's just a game show of just a bunch a bunch of mini games and it's very funny very i was playing it in front of amber my wife and she was very <laughs> just laughing and oh geez you what? it's just you know very entertaining if not like extremely silly. I can't imagine unlike games like Fortnite and PUBG and mm. um you know games like Apex um you're never gonna be like oh man I am so good <laughs> at Fall Guys because <laughs> yeah. It, it's very, as far as the gameplay, it's purposefully so. This isn't a critique. It's purposefully very clumsy, very floaty, very mm-hmm. so you're falling all over the place. There's a bunch of people just kind of crammed together. Yep. It, it, it's very silly. It's that same energy that, say, like a uh, one of those hardcore Japanese game show would have, yes. where everyone's falling over all over the place, and so. <laughs> and it knows that it's not like pretending to be this like tight precise skill-based game it's supposed to be a fun distraction and i think for what it does it does it really well i like the fact that it's almost like a uh like a dice that that's thrown and you get like a new mm. mario party game
1: each yes, time exactly
0: that's fun yeah. and, and it's and it is crazy where it's like 60 people it, it's it can be chaotic but it it's surprisingly fun like looking at the uh videos of it it just looks i i don't know when i saw the videos i was like what is this and then people (laughs) saying it's fun you give me the recommends all like all right let's do it yeah uh,
1: it's so silly and i think that sort of game show design um i don't know it's it's a lot less pressure than trying to be like at the top the the number one in like a Fortnite or apex or something like that. But just mm-hmm. seeing myself on the board in the final round, racing towards the crown, that yeah, was really exciting and trying to work together with a bunch of randos who like, I have no idea who they are, but yeah. we've all got this common goal of like, say, pushing a ball or grabbing eggs and moving them to a different basket. Yeah. It's, it's fun.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. Like it's funny. We were, you know, when you win, you get to, you know, uh, kind of just watch um, everyone else kind of try to play, and you. I always notice on any of the racing ones, there's always that guy who's standing next to the finish line trying to just grab people, <laughs> and so you just see him like, uh, and then when it's like, it's like almost at the the limit of the qualifying, like people. He's like, oh, he just tries to scramble out of it real quick such a jerk move but i can't help but laugh when i'm watching it i'd be very frustrated if i was the one caught in his grasp but
1: so true the controls are very little big planety. that reminds me of that that's sort of like there's like three buttons that you need to know and then that's it yeah it's easy to pick up it's easy to get sucked into
0: it's got jump dive and grab and that's really all (laughs) you'll need yeah which hey cool um, also, um, I'm continuing to watch um, Umbrella Academy season two. Oh, nice. nice! Just enjoying that quite a bit. I mean, I think like uh, it's just I love when a show assembles just a good team. This isn't mm-hmm. like one of those shows where it's like like X Men, like they're always working together. It's built mm-hmm. off of uh, chaos and conflict. So it, there, <laughs> it's and I've, it's been a long time since I've seen a cast in a show like this so diverse and i'm not really talking about like ethnically diverse which they are (laughs) but uh, the diversity of like uh, of their personalities Mm -hmm. you just love watching them and you love watching them interact it's just great and they have some really good performers here like some of the actors are just fantastic like if you're watching the show uh, number five it's this character who's like um over 50 um but he is in the body of like a uh of like a 13 14 year old and he oh. he plays him so well he's like one of my favorite characters he's kind of like a smug jerk but like he's also brilliant and powerful hmm. it, it's just ah characters like that i'm just like everyone is so unique and i just like it, it gets me hooked in and i i highly recommend it it's a it's definitely not, like, uh, it, for kids, but at the same time, it's not something so gruesome like a Game of Thrones mm-hmm. or even, like, a, a Watchmen on a HBO or anything like that. So it's somewhere in between, like, a Watchmen and an X-Men, and it's just zany. I mean, I'm talking, like, <laughs> awesome. really zany, but it's just a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, a couple of my friends are watching, and I've definitely planned to get into it, uh, but I feel like the... Didn't the first season just come out or has time just been so crazy that I'm just losing track?
0: Time's uh, been crazy. I, I would say <laughs> uh, it, it, it came out uh, towards, uh, feels like towards like the beginning of the last year
1: of 2019. Really?
0: It feels that way. the first season came out. I feel like it's been a long time waiting.
1: Hell yeah, You're right. You're right. Now I remember people talking about it at work. Okay. Yeah, you're right.
0: Um, Lastly, I thought I'd throw this in here since we're not doing like a topic thing. Uh, did you watch the um, PlayStation State of Play that just came on? Yeah,
1: yeah, I caught that earlier today. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good watch. Yeah, I
0: I, I think it's a it was it was pretty solid and they're so smart. Mm-hmm to have uh, come out like like they came out so many times and was like like on twitter and whatever saying look this is exactly what this is going to be (laughs) yes this is it and then when it came out guess what that's what it was and and, you know yeah and any surprises that happened at all it was like oh you know cool and so it it may have deflated the hype a little bit but i think in this case that was a good thing you know
1: Mm, yes it's um yeah, I, had, I I watched it live and I sort of bookmarked the trailers again so I could you know, pick them apart later. Um, but then saw on Twitter, I forget the full title of it, but the Aeon game. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of drama surrounding that one because apparently um, the majority of, if not all of the people who worked on it, have left that game um, because of poor work conditions and like crunch eighty work eighty hour work weeks. Um, and so they outsourced that trailer to like artists who have nothing to do with them and are somehow still getting the game released. Man, this is crazy to think about. These people's lives were changed, and now they're sitting back watching PlayStation showcase this, and they have nothing to do with it anymore. Weird.
0: Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That's re- I can't really understand that like i was reading the mm-hmm. article and i was like what on earth right. and what were they thinking like if they were gonna like they're making this game i'm sure you know the studio spent all this money on it and then there's like quick, quick 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 do this put this trailer together we're gonna pretend like this game existed this whole time i mean like it would be one mm-hmm. thing if it was like a halo or a street mm-hmm. fighter or a game where there's a lot of anticipation and hype around it why would you not just stop and turn it into something else, and just do and start from scratch and do a new game. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know. Some odd choices there.
0: Yeah, that that that's very strange to me. Um, there's a few games that um, a lot of people are excited about, but uh, honestly, they're not. Uh, uh they're they're not maybe for me. Uh, so, Braid the uh, the anniversary edition. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm too Which sure. is- yeah, I've, so I I think I have it, but I've never actually played it. But I know that like it sort of set a bar for that sort of. Um, well, I don't know if I should say set a bar. I should say Prince of Persia really did that that rewind time element. Um, but in terms of puzzles, I know Jonathan Blow is like notorious for creating those mind bending type uh, games that have that sort of you know, difficulty to it.
0: Yeah absolutely because that was a definitely for me play for two hours get stuck and walk away i'm very much like (laughs) it's one of but but how do i I, amber can you uh, ah all right i'm gonna play smash bros i don't know i just got really cool though i was playing it it's one of those games you want to get good at and be good at but when you're not you just feel like an idiot playing (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but they're very cool it looks a lot better from looking looking at the uh they did a good job representing how it's in like a worth buying again i guess for some of the people mm-hmm. who may have already may already own it but uh looks cool yeah. and, uh spelunky
1: 2 yeah i've never played that either um but apparently has a really big following
0: yeah um the I think this was like a early not early but it's been on it was like a PlayStation Plus game like a long time mm-hmm. ago, um long time ago and so yeah I I've, I've played that uh, I mean it I need to go back to it because I, I vaguely remember it basically it's one of those mm-hmm. trial and error kind of deals see how far you can get you're gonna die you know <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. enjoy the ride though <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah uh what else was they spent a lot of time on Godfall. Is this, mm-hmm. is this a game that you have any sort of uh, thoughts on? You
1: know, it's funny. I, I didn't read the article, but I scrolled past the headline that said something like um, Godfall sure is a game that's coming out to PlayStation 5. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, just kind of every sort of um, element of a launch title. I think it has, and I don't, I really don't know, I don't know, it's, I feel that we don't get enough of anymore our demos, um, I think like everything's about betas these days, and if you pre-order, you get accessed, and closed, and open, and all that yeah. nonsense, but I think like the true demo of, I want you to try this um, before you buy it, and I feel like that was that's a game that I would really like to demo, um, I don't mm-hmm. even know how much time I would put into it
0: yeah uh, i agree i mean looking i mean it's hard to judge a game looking at it but that's what you're talking about you want to like get your hands on it and Mm -hmm. i agree especially with this game because like looking just judging it based on the trailer which is hard to do because it might turn out feeling differently when i have it in my hands but like one thing that struck me is like looking at the combat and when they Mm -hmm. were like oh here are the dual blades and they were showing some of the combos i'm like I feel like I've seen this one like spin move like fifty times in this one five minute demo or like gameplay showcase that they're doing, and so I'm like, how varied is this combat gonna be? And so I, I-, I don't know. I-, I don't have a lot of uh, faith in this game. I feel mm-hmm. like it was a, it's a weird thing they had. I remember this was the first PlayStation Five gameplay yes. we saw back in the Game yes. Awards. Yeah um it's just and they're they're putting a lot of uh attention and effort into uh promoting it and it's kind of uh fascinating to me that they're doing that and then there's games that are supposedly supposed to launch with mm. the playstation 5 like miles morales and we just haven't really seen much from other than that one trailer it's just kind of shocking i guess maybe they're just trying to hold some stuff back but to that end i, I don't i don't really get it but godfall i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it. Um, I think Godfall will hit a really niche community for like people who spend hours getting the perfect Devil May Cry combo, right? Mm. Those people who love that style of fast-paced, um, crazy combo action. Um, and I think that's great for the people that like that or are into that arcade style. Um, but I think the, I don't know, the average consumer maybe play it for a little bit and maybe that's it on to the next
0: mm-hmm. i mean and also like am i wrong on this i haven't watched that uh, game awards trailer in a while but um does it seem like this is light on story is there story in this
1: it's funny i asked my friend that in chat when we were watching today i was like is there story in this game he's like i, I know as much as you do so yeah i have no idea i <sighs> and like personally Um, And as soon as we talk about Last of Us, you'll see how much story is really important to, at least in my opinion, a successful game. Um, Yeah, I'm not all about just flashing, banging, good controls. I need something that I need to chew on mentally that will pull me back in later.
0: Yeah, especially like in a game like this with this sort of aesthetic. And you get a game like Fall Guys, who cares cares? what these blob guys are? But If you have a game like this that has a pretty, I don't want to say overused kind of aesthetic, where it's just like, okay, here's an armored-clad guy, head to toe, you don't really even see his face, and he's just swirling around a sword, fighting kind of generic-looking monsters in a fantasy-style looking... Like, world where it looks like you're kind of going hallway to hallway to like battle arena to battle arena. From the look at the trailer, I'm just like, what's connecting all this? And they're, they're just like, this is set in a fantasy, high fantasy world, worlds of ice, fire, or whatever they said. And I'm just like, I'm sorry,
1: worlds, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> in the last airbender, but I'm like, what is yeah. <laughs> this? But uh, I don't know, I feel like that. And yeah, a name like Godfall, just. Sure. Very, it's yeah i don't know it's a strange thing but it's i'm spending so much time and i feel like i'm coming off negative on this thing i think again i think it was exactly what it said yeah. it was gonna be crash mm-hmm. looked awesome um yeah that one okay i forgot the name of that game they spent a little bit of time on that kind of open world archer do you remember the the name of that one The pathless is
1: that what yeah, it's called pathless. yeah
0: i think they showed that one a little bit during mm-hmm. the uh the uh future of gaming conference that sony did oh right okay uh, but yeah it looks pretty cool i mean it, it looks you know you can tell like oh this is an indie game but it looks like interesting like mm-hmm. dashing around shooting stuff to gain like momentum yeah. that's a cool thing yeah but uh yeah. but yeah um either way cool i'm excited for um for uh pre-orders to happen for some reason they're just like mm. there's like some weird nerve i have i've talked to luke about this a lot i'm just like i just have this weird fear of being like they even it made me feel better that they said they weren't gonna do this
1: yeah.
0: but like that they said they'll give you notice
2: mm-hmm. yep.
0: but like i said this feeling i'm gonna take a nap wake up and all the playstation lives <laughs> are gone oh it's so funny
1: I, yeah i I think we'll be fine, though. I think that gone are the days of me, you know, waiting in line at two a.m. to try and get something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, and um, I feel like they had too many for the PS. Maybe I'm wrong, but when PS Four came out, they were everywhere. Um, So I, I guess the only the only thing that could throw a wrench in everything in production lines is what. Covid has done to this if anything so exactly yeah we'll
0: see yeah i mean it's it's an interesting time like when the playstation 4 came out xbox dominated that last uh, generation well technically i guess we (laughs) dominated the last generation of a console gaming but uh an xbox 360 was way ahead of playstation 3 so i don't know i guess we'll see what happens this generation Okay, so I think let's go ahead and go into our topic. So what we're going to do, um, if you're still listening and you have not played The Last of Us Part 2, we're going to kind of talk about our general thoughts about the game for a little bit, just a little bit of non-spoiler uh, discussion before we roll into full-on spoilers. Okay, so Adam, let's start with you. Uh, what did you think? Like, how, What were your general mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings after... Ah, uh, playing and beating The Last of Us Part Two.
1: First, it is an Everest of a game. It is a an emotional climb. Um, it is. It requires a lot of patience uh, and dedication. And Focused. Um, it is probably one of the best look I've ever played. Um, it has. Um, And it's a little bit long, uh, to be honest. I think that for that style of game, it felt a bit lengthy to me. Um, But I also feel like I've never played anything like it. It's it's interesting. I would put it in its own category for different reasons. Um, But yeah, that's my general feel. Yeah,
0: I th- I think like you know it's really hard to talk about this game without spoiling it. Just you know, up up top, I mean, yeah, we, that we're aware this game has been out for probably like a couple months at this point. But you know, it, as Adam said, mm-hmm. this is a game that is one a bit long and also <laughs> it requires a lot from you uh, emotionally and uh, kind of mentally um, mm-hmm. playing it, and not just time. Because you know, if it was a really uh kind of light game, like say uncharted um, it might you know not we probably might be having this conversation a little sooner <laughs> than this, but this for reasons that we will explain, this game is very um weighty, I feel like it feels it it fits the contents of a book into a game, which uh, is something you don't really see very often
2: mm-hmm. um
0: but yeah, uh any as far as uh as far as like how satisfied with this, were you the last of us part the first last of us, a lot of people hold that up as one of the best video games ever made. How do you feel like the last of us part two stacked up against it?
1: I would agree with that first comment. Yeah. I think, I, I think I told you before I gave the first last of us a 10 out of 10. Um, And the second one, I think like a 9.5, like even even at my most exhausted, frustrated point, um, even at the like, oh my gosh, it's not over um, moments, I still am able to sit back and look at what this team created. Um, and I think it's an incredible work. Of art. It's, it is something that's fluid. It's something that draws you in. It's something that, makes you blow motivations and backstories. And um, and that's a really difficult thing to do. Um, so I think it's, yeah, it's really high up there. But the weird thing about it for me is I don't need to play. Um, usually for games that are like, oh, 10 out of 10 for me, I want to go back to them. I want to replay, you know, Legend of Zelda, whatever. But mm-hmm. for this, like, I've had enough. I've closed that book.
0: Yeah. That's uh, definitely understandable uh, as, as far as what this game kind of drains out of you uh, by mm-hmm. the end of it. it, it <laughs> it's uh, it's a, uh, you can't, I can't imagine it will be a while before I go back to it, which I think um, I probably will go back to it at some point because of what this game mm-hmm. kind of does. It it's, it's does something narratively that in, in a few ways, I feel like will make a replay a little bit of a different experience for me um and also you know uh, i'll probably try to check out the new game plus and see if i can maybe get the platinum i don't know we'll, we'll see but uh
1: <laughs> but yeah oh, nice.
0: i think largely i do agree with you though that like the first one you know this game it's always hard for me to say when it comes to this um i, I always have this conversation with my friends about guardians of the galaxy one versus guardians of the galaxy two I prefer guardians of the galaxy Two. guardians of the galaxy. One is a better movie. It's tighter. You uh, understand its characters more. um, It's, it's the right, um, right length, but uh, guardians of the galaxy two does what a lot of sequels, good sequels do I feel, and they expand everything. But uh, this is where they take a lot of their big swings in, in the guardians of the galaxy two. It gives you a little bit more crazier ideas. They go a little bit bigger in a lot of different ways. And, uh, And yeah, I mean, sometimes that pays off and sometimes you're like, what is this? But I really enjoy the big swing sometimes where I'm just like, wow, they're really going there (laughs) and they really go there where the first Last of Us is fantastic, but at its core, it's a relatively simple story told extraordinarily Mm -hmm. well, whereas this one, this is a story unlike a lot of stuff I've ever seen told well, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and so, I mean, I tend to gravitate right. a little bit towards the, the thing that like impacts me more where uh, I will say I was largely impacted by, by this game. And I, I think in, in a way where uh, it's sometimes I question if I want to be impacted in that way. <laughs> but, uh, an impact nonetheless. <laughs> so um, let's go ahead and uh, roll into... We're going to go ahead and go into some spoiler stuff. Um, so if if you haven't played, I think you can get a pretty decent idea whether or not this is something you, <laughs> you want to dive into. I mean, I've said this before on the podcast. Um, it's an extremely, extremely violent game so if that's not something that you can uh, kind of absorb be warned it, it is extraordinarily violent but uh <laughs> in ways where i'm like oh god jeez i'm playing this game all right let's go <laughs> but anywho let's all right so spoiler time if you haven't played it this is your final escape if you want to play this for yourself which i think you know obviously both of us recommend that this is something that should be played um Mm-hmm. so we we haven't really spoken that much about this i mean we've talked this game is so important for its story obviously but adam what how did you feel this game did on the gameplay side of things
1: yeah yeah the it's it's interesting like i consider this to be a sneaking game or a stealth game um, kind of like a blend between Resident Evil and Metal Gear Solid. Um, it's mm. but it's really weird. Uh, the controls felt okay. They felt like the characters, the protagonists that we played, um, Ellie and Abby, they felt like heavy characters. Not as heavy as like, um, what's his name from uh, Red Dead Two. Oh, Arthur. Lead in there. <laughs> Arthur, yeah, not as heavy as him, but not as like light and floaty as like Cole from Infamous, you know, floating around everywhere. So it felt like a good balance to be able to get around and traverse, um, get from place to place. I felt like I had a little bit more um control over my character this time around. It was a little bit more clunky in the first game. So um there were moments where I would do things and see an animation and be like, "Oh, I didn't realize that I could do that. Oh, I can lay on my back and craft something, or oh, I can roll over, or you know, hide in the grass and still use this weapon, sort of thing." So, I, I think just discovering those things as I played through it um, was it was good, and I think they introduced verticality a little bit better in this one Uh, whether it was like climbing on tops of vehicles and buildings or like scaling through down through a huge hotel with all these different you know dilapidated floors and platforms and um, it made it feel huge Um, and when usually scary games I hate to say that this is a scary game this is a dramatic game but usually no it's scary it's scary (laughs) I was very much like, scared. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I think like scary games though really play on those tight corridor type things. Um, and Last of Us didn't do two. Last of Us two didn't do that. It was just wide open in spaces, and like the fear of anything being able to come from any direction was uh, yeah a unique challenge. Yes.
0: Absolutely. I mean, like, some of those scenes where it's... Okay, Do you are you playing on a, a 4K HDR television? Yes. Yeah, sometimes I feel like things like this make a huge difference. Like, playing mm-hmm. on a HDR television, you know, a lot of people see HDR, you're like, okay, colors popping. Like, a game like Ghost of Tsushima that we're playing now really takes advantage of that, kicks up the colors. What The mm-hmm. Last of Us 2 can do is really turn up those blacks. And the blacks yes. are blacker. So when you're yes. in a scene... Like for instance, the scene with uh, where we're introduced to, to Yara and Lev as mm-hmm. Abby, and when you're in the pitch black darkness, and those uh, stalkers are just coming out of the dark, it is out of the black. Yes. It is not just like the off black or anything like that. And it is like, yeah, there's something unique about that. That from the a lot of again horror games that you're used to with the tight corridors and. Mm-hmm. It just it's it's really dark, and it took me by surprise. Just even going in those dilapidated buildings, I'm like, oh my god, it's so freaking dark. And when I'd come, (laughs) like to the point where when I'd come out of the building, you know, I was like,
1: oh my god, thank you, yeah, (laughs) lights. Yeah, it were there were many moments where I held my breath. Um and like the flashlight was literally my best friend. So. Yeah. But I think also sort of even using that as a crutch. Um I would get scared and turn it off because I would think I would hear something um and would think that the enemy would see it. Um and so now I'm just sitting there in the dark and <laughs> oh, I haven't saw this There's this tweet I saw earlier, maybe like a week or two ago. I think it was one of the developers pointing out like um, the labored breathing of Ellie, of like her walking to jogging to climbing over things. And in that darkness in the absence of music, like hearing her take those really labored breaths. Like I felt like I was there with her over her shoulder, like right behind her. So it was, it pulls you in.
0: That's a just an insane touch, that uh, yeah. details, man. Freaking details. Like, mm-hmm. uh, to go back to, you know, the gameplay aspect about it, you know, how it's interesting. I kind of noticed this a little early on. This is like the first Naughty Dog game in a while, like, you know, unlike Uncharted and The uh, Last of Us Part 1, it didn't mm-hmm. have the, whatever, the press square, and you just kind of cling to a wall. You know, right. like that cover shooter element which uh, is really cool because uh, a lot of times when you're playing Uncharted or Last of Us Part 1, you'll enter an area and you'll just see a bunch of barricades (laughs) or Mm -hmm. like little, little sections where you can hide and you're like, oh, here comes a fight scene. You know what I mean? Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. And oh, this, you're giving me so much ammo. Here comes a boss.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and and this didn't really, I never really felt like that. I didn't really know when anything was coming. There were some, there were a few areas, like just only a few where I had the, what you were just talking about where, whoa, the game's really loading me up here. Here we yes. go. There was only a few moments like that, but generally I felt that like or combat came really organically where I'll just be running around and and not hear someone to be like, oh crap, and I'll like have to like hide.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it really plays on your senses and uh to be able to just feel what you're doing and one wrong step and like you're surrounded or out in the open and or having to use a completely different tactic that you weren't planning to use you know those tools or ammo for
0: mm-hmm. absolutely and you know what What i will say you know amber hates watching me play video games um because <laughs> she is a uh, stealth queen and i am mm. running and get myself killed king
1: <laughs> guns blazing yeah
0: yeah guns blazing like like we're uh, we're both playing ghost of tsushima. She refused to play Last of Us Part 2. It's way too shooty and way too like harrowing. I think for sure. something that she wants to play, but we're both playing Ghost of Tsushima and I am just you know with the standoffs, come on out, you know, every almost every single time and she is <laughs> creeping all over the place. Um and, and so I really had to change that with The uh, Last of Us Part 2 because at least to the best of my abilities because yeah it it does put you in situations where if you run in i'm sorry there's no way you could bludgeon your way through this if you run in and you don't play it smart you're you're dead like based on the resources you have and how it's not your character isn't like this you know bulletproof or you know if you get whacked it, it could be it and so it's It's very desperate, very dire, and so I Mm -hmm. found myself in prone mode very often.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, any place I could hide, definitely.
0: Absolutely, where I will say the playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima has made me kind of appreciate how smart the AI is Mm -hmm. in uh, the Last of Us Part Two. And but there are a few times where, like, going prone, like in the grass very much is uh, an easy way out of it. You know what
1: I mean? Oh, for sure, yeah.
0: It could be very easy way. Or if, you know, if you're messing with, like, human characters, they, mm-hmm. like, see you, you run, like, a few yards, dive into the grass, and they'll lose you. Um, yes. So that is one area where I did feel like, okay, they're <laughs> kind of dumb here, but for the most part, I do feel the AI is very smart in these games. And they, especially, like, with feeling like fighting the different groups because you mm-hmm. have like a few different groups you have the wolves um and you have the seraphites and then the uh you know obviously the infected and like when you're fighting them right. you, i i felt myself using different tactics on uh, both of them especially you know when you're going in between uh the seraphites the wolves and the infected the infected it's oh, like yeah. okay these aren't humans they are erratic and a little bit harder mm-hmm. to predict yes and
1: wilder and just yeah but
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: Well, and one thing that I'm, I'm thankful for is the AI in this game. Like they were super helpful. Um, and I feel like they would help take out enemies in um, in ways that I wasn't expecting. So yeah. Yeah. Like they saved a lot of my ammo and resources.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, before we get into the story. I want to talk mm-hmm. about moments in the game, like not just like moments in the story, but you know, sure. the, the story would lead to kind of the set pieces where you would find yourself in like different location or whatever, and, but it's more of a gameplay moment. Not just, you're kind of watching the story unfold. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like for instance, um, <laughs> I just kind of wanted to lead into this because I've never been, I don't know if I've ever been more nervous playing a game since like playing the demo for like uh, silent Hills, you know, PT, you know i was yes. scared to death playing pt don't get, yeah. get me freaking started but uh <laughs> but man when you go into those dark dark buildings down in the depths mm. and i just man I, I i don't know if this is a ding on the game but i felt like sometimes those moments those areas would stretch out for such a long time and i'm mm-hmm. like oh my god enough already you know what i mean <laughs> where I'm just like so stressed. I'm at Mm -hmm. the point where I'm like, I just want this to end. I don't even know if I'm enjoying myself in this moment. I'm just stressed, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that is a true testament to prove that they've created something good, right? If it's like literally making you physically have physical reactions, then that's, that's incredible talent. I've always compared it to like, if I'm watching a movie and I have like, real complete disdain for a character, then I know that actor's doing a great job.
2: Yeah. Whatever
1: role they're doing. But yeah, I like I could I think I told you this before. I could only play this in like 45 minute to an hour bursts. I couldn't do long sessions. It, it was too stressful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like some of those moments where like for instance the uh the hotel that you go in with your mm. Abby, and you go in it with With a Lev, I feel like Mm -hmm. it just goes and goes and goes. I'm like, how many more stories? Yes. And and then at the end, when Lev is like, "Yeah, um, we were really close to this shortcut. If only we didn't fall there," I was like, "Oh, (laughs) like why tell me?" (laughs) You know. That my god, so stressed out. And like, I'm just talking about the scary moments here in the Mm -hmm. hospital. The hospital when you're playing as Abby and yes. you have to go and, oh my God.
1: Well, and as soon as Nora said, hey, we haven't cleared these areas yet. I was like, I can't do this tonight. It's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving the game. I'll come back tomorrow because this is going to take a long time. <laughs> there, there's a
0: moment there where you're like in like one of the lower areas and you notice mm-hmm. there's like this, this like cavern. And it's like made of like yes. that fungi, and I'm like, oh, what? Yes. I just got like the, a feeling of dread came over <laughs> me. And uh, yeah. right, right about that moment, I was alone playing it alone. Right about that moment, Amber came home from like wherever she was, and I was like, mm-hmm. thank God, because <laughs> when I'm playing, it's so much worse when you're playing alone. And oh yeah, yeah. And you always play them alone, and. That-
1: hmm.
2: I can't well imagine. yeah
1: and i feel like this even this podcast is sort of therapeutic because it's not something that i like would bring to mary the next day and like you won't believe what i fought in the depths of <laughs> this hospital who yeah. got me through an ambulance sort of thing so yeah yeah Let, you're right we, wait can we talk about that thing oh the rat king the what, big beast
0: good lord Good Lord, Amber <laughs> can attest because you know something's coming. You hear something, yes. and you're like, "Oh my God, something's coming!" And then like, mm-hmm. and then when that thing appears, Amber heard me like, through like verbally <laughs> exclaim, "I was like, Oh my God!" When it came,
1: and I was just go, 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 run, run, run. It was it's very, uh, like, H.R. Geiger, like, pieces coming off of it, sort of, and oh. it didn't really know what it was supposed to be, but all of it was threatening, um, and oh, my gosh, yeah, it was incredibly disturbing to see. Yeah, like, I went, when it, it, I
0: didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if it was going to mm-hmm. be a thing where I, I run and run and run, then I get through the right obstacle and a bunch of cars fall in and it dies. I had no idea. Right. But then the camera switched... And I was like, wait, I'm supposed <laughs> to
2: fight this thing?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Did you ever absolutely. die while fighting it? Oh gosh, yeah, at least five times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Even more. Yeah, and I'd, and it's kind of like one of those things where it was, it was my moment of, well, I guess I better use the big weapon now because I've been saving it the whole time. Um, so yeah, I just like emptied every... Clip, ammo, Molotov, everything that I had at absolutely
0: um, 100%. Yeah. Running around looking for more ammo,
1: looking for more. Yep,
0: I maybe had to craft some real quick. And, and like, <laughs> yes. so the death animations, I mean, this game,
1: Ooh, buddy, the death, yes.
0: anim- I mean, that one was a doozy. How she, how mm-hmm. like grabs Abby and Abby and just breaks her. And you're like,
2: oh my oh, yeah. god,
0: and so like it, it's. <laughs> cuz like we've gone far in like the last generation. I mean like mm-hmm. the last of us uh part uh part 1 did this obviously and there was a lot of that stuff but there's a lot of games where it's like <laughs> when you die you just get hit by a big thing and then you ragdoll and you're just
1: boom right. and
0: then it's just over. But right. lord have mercy the killing animations in this game.
1: <laughs> it is, yeah. It is incredibly brutal. brutal. It is oh. tough tough to see. Yes
0: very upsetting um <laughs> <laughs> uh, moments um there were a few you know I, I love moments in a game where it's like wow what a treat to play through this part mm. you know what I mean where mm-hmm. where you're playing through something so big where you're like I haven't really played through something like this before and this feels really cool and I'm like I've one of my basic biggest examples of that is the car chase in the last of and uh, not sorry in uncharted 4 Thief oh City, yeah that is just Playing it, I played it again recently, and that just blows my mind like playing mm-hmm. it still, I'm like, this is just wow, what a treat that this game is able to exist, but um, yes. in this game for me it was uh the when you're in the seraphite village, riding through mm-hmm. the destruction and riding through the battle on the horse
1: was that in haven
0: um that was I don't remember, but it was the, it was the seraphite village, the one where you're okay. Trying to get basically, you're with Lev, where you're just trying to yeah, get, yeah,
1: while the it's on fire. Yes, yeah, yes, it's
0: on fire. People are fighting, and you're just like, Holy crap! Yes. Holy crap!
1: Yes, what an experience! Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, what are some big moments, uh, gameplay moments for you in this game that uh, stuck out?
1: Yeah, so um, three come to mind. So the first was the flashback where Joel took Ellie to the aquarium, was it? Um, And they find like the old NASA space pod and she's inside and she puts the helmet on and she's listening to music like completely beautiful emotional scene that sort of like takes you away from the complete dread and stress that you've been experiencing previously to remind you like, yeah, these are people there. These are characters that feel something or felt something in the past. Um and then like two sort of uncharted type moments that got me there's one where i think it was the first your first encounter with the stalkers um and one of you, one of them pushes you out of a building through the mm. glass and yeah. you like land in the the river and you're like fighting through the sewers and all oh, that was like a really great sequence and a great way to transition to a new area um and another part where i don't even remember all of it i just remember that i'm an, I'm a passenger and jesse's driving yes um yeah and he is like driving through infected and it's stressful and they're trying to climb in and it wasn't even that long but it felt long and it was just a really great scene
0: just really intense and just yeah everything was just done really well and the, the mixture yeah. of camera work and gameplay is that that's an, always work, an interesting goodness. thing where it's mm-hmm. like you're the camera, but also there is kind of this the it's like moving you into where, mm-hmm. where you want to see, sort of. It's a really interesting thing to do, and it's not, I can't yeah. imagine it being easy to develop.
1: Oh gosh, no, I can't either.
0: Um, okay. Uh the bulk of this thing, I'm sure, is gonna be the story. Mm. Um the yeah. story, the story, the story. Okay, so yeah, um there's there's a lot of big things in this game that are I think whether or not this game is going to work for you Mm -hmm. or work as well is it's in how, how they handle certain story beats. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I think obviously the main big thing is one of the death of Joel. Yeah. Um, How did (laughs) we expecting that at all? Or how, how did that land?
1: It's weird because I, I feel like after the first game, I and given the like teasers of this game, I wasn't expecting Joel to be in this, or at least alive in this second game. I was expecting sort of um, flashbacks or some sort of like uh, mental mental health component where Ellie sees him, but not other people do. Sort of. Um, so like him like, opening the game actually and talking to Tommy while he's cleaning his guitar, uh, like that was a setback for me like oh all right Joel's in it he's here um so yeah it's but like that that scene uh that like that whole scene with her Abby um the wolves uh and like him being taken away from her in that brutal way it was yeah it just imprinted in in your brain of like okay Now I understand Ellie's motivations and what I need to do for the rest of this game. Like this is, this is who I am. This is who the villain is. At least at that point, that's what I believed. And and this is what I'm going to need to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. I mean, like I'm with you where I I was kind of of the impression where I thought like seeing that first trailer when he was like, you're ready Mm -hmm. or I'm going to kill them all or whatever. (laughs) I, I did have that thought like is he like a ghost or something like that Mm -hmm. or like in her kind of like in her head like kind of the way the joker was handled in arkham knight how it was which was beautiful yes yes, absolutely (laughs) um (laughs) um so yeah i kind of did expect him not to and knowing that it was going to be focused on ellie i if it's going to be ellie That means Joel's not going to be around. If Joel's not Mm -hmm. around, I don't think it's going to be a rescue mission because this is not a game that takes hostages really. Exactly. This is not that type of world. If you are, (laughs) if you're in danger, you're like that, you're probably dead. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Unless you're playing as that character. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, So yeah. I mean, I, I think they, the way it was done was it was painful, but to me, it it wasn't as cruel as it uh could have been like i i feel like i've seen uh, honestly it's like do you, you ever see like one uh, murder of a character in a, in fiction and it's like mm-hmm. so bad so cruel you yep. feel like it's the measuring stick where everything else is measured to i'm like well at least it wasn't that <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um this is an old episode so i don't care about spoiling this in walking dead this happened
2: mm, to a mm-hmm. character
0: and, and it was done so cruelly where i'm just like oh my god mm-hmm. and, and to a point where i was just so numb after it happened i don't feel like it was that i feel like yeah it wasn't that mean in <laughs> that like god ugh. but uh to where i was able to absorb it and be like okay yeah you know and again having the suspicion that he was going to be dead. It was kind of almost like, ah, the moment at last. You know, that sort of Mm. thing. And not so much like the rug was pulled out from under me because they didn't promote Joel very much in the game, you
1: know. No, they didn't. Yeah, this was Ellie's game.
0: Well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, um, I would say it's mostly Abby's game. Is There's another part that they didn't promote.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah.
0: And I, I have a question for you in this. Do you feel? Yeah. Okay. So you know what we're getting at is obviously if you're listening to this portion, you understand that <laughs> we're in spoiler territory. And yeah, mm-hmm. I the n- half of this game is played uh, with Abby, the the person who kills and murders uh, Joel.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: this is another aspect that they kept from uh, people you know, kept from all their promotional material. Mm -hmm. Do you think that was a good
1: idea? To keep all of that information hidden? Yes, I do. I think that um, people were going to have opinions about it either way, but I think it's rare to get something this rich and um, kept hidden for so long. So to really truly surprise people, whether they love it or hate it, I think is a good thing to do.
2: Mm
0: yeah i mm-hmm. i like uh personally i like being surprised i like mm-hmm. not knowing the road that was laid out for me so artistically it was the right choice to make <laughs> i i think um it would have it, it may have saved them from a lot of the uh i i think in, in my opinion unjustified ire that's being thrown this game mm-hmm. away um you know like some of these choices are not and how the stories uh thrown at you. This game takes a big swings. So I get definitely having criticisms for it because it might again might not work for you. Cause I get I think this game requires a lot of you and it might not be something you want to give it, you know? Um but uh yeah, it I, it was definitely a surprise to me. But when I sweetie's play as her in the beginning, it mm-hmm. kind of it kind of gave me a clue that it would might happen
1: again later. But I just had no idea to what extent, you know. Sure, yeah. It, and it's interesting because the first footage we have seen of this game is the Abby in the woods hanging scene about to be disemboweled by one of the Seraphites. Um, and no one knows what's happening until you see the title of The Last of Us Two, because you're like, wait, that's not Ellie, that's not Joel, is that her mom? Is that her, you know, we know nothing. Yeah, um, so that that hint of like, hey this person is going to be be a strong part of the game was given years ago. We just had no idea, but it's, you're right. That, that beginning part with her, like waking up from a bad dream and having that conversation with Owen, who in my opinion had like the most awkward conversation rhythm um, and like walk out to the woods. It's, it was a really cool way of showing the other side of the camp. um, And, in addition to teaching you like gameplay mechanics of crawling and climbing and running from the enemy sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Not how I expected to learn it, but um, it was, it was a great, you know, carrot and stick like, Oh, this is new. I don't know who this is, but I want to learn more now. Let's keep playing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She gives you the tutorial and, Mm -hmm. it's it's very interesting playing as her at the beginning because yeah she's this like brute force kind of like punch her melees are are punches and she's jacked Mm -hmm. as can be i I found her interesting and i i was just very confused at the beginning where i I was like what are they talking about they're talking about raiding or like the possibility of raiding the town that i was just in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it raised a lot of questions and then once you know they met she met uh, Joel and uh, Sam, right? Is that no? I'm thinking of mm. Uncharted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. shoot, shoot, yeah, oops, that would be embarrassing. Oh, Sam's <laughs> also, also Nate's brother, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, what's uh, Tommy? Tommy, that- thank you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, definitely threw me when all of a sudden, <laughs> bam, mm. dead, yes. yep, gone, yeah. I mean. I've heard uh, the criticism lobby that like oh man Joel's smart he would have known or whatever. I feel like this sort of thing happens a lot when there's mm-hmm. a when there's a character that people love and they like think they're like the best and they're like super awesome and there's nothing with and then you get the criticism when they die. Oh he wouldn't have done that or he wouldn't have fell, fallen yeah. for that. Oh he had to go out like that. Like that happened this is such an old movie I don't care. It a lot of this conversation happened when uh, Force Awakens came mm-hmm. out when uh, Han Solo died and that was the whole oh he wouldn't have and all that sort of thing you know what I'm fine with this because like this is a brutal world where death can get you at mm-hmm. any moment you let your guard down for one second and it happens and you let his guard down for one second and it happened. so yeah no I don't think that was an out of character moment personally I mean, what did you think
1: yeah and I would argue and maybe this is unpopular opinion <clears throat> I would argue and probably even argue it for Han too, that they knew it was coming in some, some way and that they were okay with it. Um, I I got the sense that Joel was just really tired in this game. And some of that at least was a little confirmed for me where he finally opened up to Ellie about lying to her at the end of the first game. Um, But like, he was just wrought with pain for the choice that he made at the end of the first game. And, um, part of me felt like he was okay with just letting go. Um, I don't, I don't know if he was full of regret or what have you, but I just, I think tired is a good word.
0: It's, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it comes out in that line, you know, when, before he starts getting beaten, he say whatever speech you have prepared or say whatever speech you have prepared and let's just get this over with, you know, cause it's like, right. he knows, you know, kind of that someone
1: like this is out there for him and here she is. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was interesting because I felt like he had so much um I don't know, like gusto and energy in the first game, and even like anger. He was like quick to sass Ellie or correct her. He fought with Tess a lot. Yeah. Um, or even Marlene and and all of that, but yeah, it was it, it very it was very solemn in this game, sort of settled. Um and it was interesting. Um but to lose him so quickly was tough because I also felt like he was um sort of Ellie's bridge to present day pop culture. Like do you remember in the first game Ellie was reading that random journal she found and it was like that's all they had to worry about what clothes to wear, what boys to kiss. Yeah. Um and all Ellie has known then was death and dying, infected, being hunted. But Joel would remind her of like the life before all of this food and music and trashy movies. And so now that he's gone, he's not that bridge anymore. So part of me is like, man, who is going to, who is going to keep her connected? Um, And some of that came out through like Ellie's talk of trashy movie nights with Dina um, or like her comments, when she would find comics or collectibles or Um, like, oh man, I remember this. And it's sort of like, okay, everything Joel did in the first game was imprinted on her. Um, and so even though we don't have him now, there's still a part of him with her.
0: Mm. Very good. Yeah, very true. And yeah, I mean, Mm. while it, it might, um, suck not to have a lot of that because like you're wandering around the world and you're seeing all the things that like oh man would they even know what this is and usually and in the last game you could comment as you said about Joel kind of filling her in but mm-hmm. yeah th- that is missed a little bit you know but yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, your point is definitely well taken that uh kind of lingers on in another way with the character yeah. um okay so honestly it's like throughout the rest of the story it's just like on it, like the thing that's funny about Ellie's Ellie's journey through like the first half of the game, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. St- I, I would say pretty straightforward. A pretty straight sure. because it's a pretty straightforward revenge mission at first. I mean, there's some really fun flourishes. Obviously, I mean, there's a the the guitar aspect of it is just a kind of fun little mm. thing they throw in, and uh, I really enjoy that. I, it's so funny to see the different uh, people online kind of making just. their own covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, based on uh what they do with the touchpad and how you can kind of play through some uh chord progressions and different keys, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's a lot of fun. And so there, there is a lot of stuff there. But honestly, it's like I feel like there's not a ton to talk about about the first half of the game. I mean, uh, she's with Dina. Mm-hmm. Dina is kind of like her at this point, kind of her official, unofficial girlfriend. Right. Um, they're like, <laughs> if this was a world where they had time <clears throat> to kind of sort this stuff out, they, they would be like a thing. But right now it's oh, yeah. like, easily. Yeah. This sort of just started like right before, um, all everything with Joel went down. Like, I think the night before is when they kind of like started their flirtation and yes, um, yeah. is, is what kind of what we, we find out. And, and so like, uh, uh he, she dated, um, Jesse, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so we find out probably a third of the way into the game that indeed, uh, uh she is pregnant. Mm-hmm. And uh, hmm, how did you feel about her as like a companion? The for for like that first bit, you know, like she's the one you wander around with for a, a, a lot of of Ellie's uh mm-hmm. segments in the game. How did how do you, you feel their dialogue
1: went? Yeah, it was good. It was, I felt like she was a really strong contrast to Ellie, uh, and a good supporting character. And I felt like many of us can probably agree that we have a Dina in our lives as a friend. Um, someone who's yeah. a little bit <clears throat> talkative, a little bit, um, cracking jokes a lot. Uh, and so it made, it made me feel like she exists, like she's believable. Um, and it reminded me a couple of, you know, my friends. And so um, I liked having her there because, yeah, Ellie was um, so focused on her mission, like rightly, rightfully so. So focused on her mission that sort of um, Dina would sometimes pull her out of it or flirt and like, "Hey, come back down to earth. Like, I'm still here." Um, so it was, it was interesting because they're they're young, right? They're really young, but they're having to, you know converse and live and talk and act like adults in this really hardened world it's like the old
0: times are like how things were were are over to where you can kind of be yeah. babied throughout to a very old age. It's like how things mm-hmm. were in like the a more savage time where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. childhood ends at like 10, <laughs> you know, <laughs>
2: here's <laughs> your exactly.
0: ax, here's your bow, here's your sword, <laughs> get out there kid. Um, so it's kind of like that there, they still have a lot of the mentality of kids, you know, they're, they're more playful and I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. I feel like Dina did, it was had a it's like the opposite of how it was uh, how Ellie was in the first one. She's full of vengeance, yes, obviously. Yeah. And, and so Dina kind of plays the Ellie in this where she's lightening the mood. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really thankful for that
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
0: or anyone who kind of has that sort of I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna try to, you know, add some levity because, you know, I, I, this is a very, very dark game, but it is there. There are light moments, and I appreciate that. I feel like Dina brings a lot of that, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Easily.
0: Um, so, But I, I, one of the reasons I know at some point I need to replay the game, I, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're kind of trying to anticipate what's going to happen, uh, it kind of blocks your mind from like just kind of being in the moment. And I kind of want to do that, especially with Dina, because the whole time, every time ellie like gives her a boost and she gets up to some high ground where ellie's not i'm like oh my god here it comes here it comes just (laughs) bam just boom and i'm like it's gonna come i know it yeah this world sucks and it has to happen right
1: has to happen yeah
0: grateful (laughs) that they did not do that (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah it was a bit of a distracting factor always wondering oh my god is this it is this it it never came thankfully um for her at least,
2: <laughs> yes, definitely. it did
0: happen for others. Um, but yeah, uh, I felt like uh, uh, you can kind of call that she was pregnant really early on. She's huffing and puffing. She's tired. Mm-hmm. She needs a mm-hmm. break. But but good stuff. Um, she kind of gets swapped out for Jesse for the remainder. Yes, well, part of the remainder of Ellie's missions. There's a lot of times where she's just alone. Yeah, you're just playing just as uh, as her. But I like Jesse. I like that he's a he's a wise guy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, super chill. I, yeah, super cool. He's definitely mm-hmm. like you know if picturing myself in this world, he's you know who I'd like to be like. I don't know. I oh, might yeah. be like the cowering guy who you know pees his pants and gets his head bit <laughs> off by a. I don't know, but. <laughs> i'd like to envision myself as someone like Jesse, at least (laughs) super chill he's got those like really like cool comments to ellie i like him a lot um but uh and i like their interaction because he knows she knows he's like kind of like this this uh smart alec and they play off each other really well
1: well and i think one thing that naughty dog does exceptionally well is like they've figured out how to play characters off of each other and i think it really just comes down to having the voice actors in the same room and there's there's something really to be said about people talking over each other in a scene and not just waiting for one person to end and someone else's dialogue to be um, I think, it's. I know it's not this game but I'm in Uncharted 4 the part where they're all in the I think it's the hotel room or the bedroom um, Yeah, and
0: when Elena comes
1: Elena comes and walks in and yeah, there's so much tension um, and people talking over one another, it's just, it feels real and I think they do that um, I know Pyrushock Infinite did the same thing of like gosh, all these Troy Baker games.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: um, like just talking over each other. And I remember watching a video of that. I forget that female's voice act, voice actor of her. Um, she said, what I need you to do is yell and scream at me and berate me until I start crying. And that's when she started reading her lines. And both of them were just, it just made the, the scene just that much more real. And it was only like 10 seconds, but it worked. And I think in The Last of Us, they do that so much. Um, and it's done so well, um, and helpful too. There is, I'll never forget, like, um, in, I think it was Seattle day one in the wide open area, I'm about to go into the bank and Dina said like, Hey, are you sure you want to go in here right now? Or it seems like it might be a little dangerous. Like those sort of, you know, gamer hints of, okay, I need to focus or I need more ammo or I need to be careful about this area or I might not be strong enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, I love that, that banter. Um, and, uh, and, and thinking about like, there was, I was playing Ghost of Tsushima earlier. Um, and there was a scene where I, I stopped and I ended the conversation. I got on my horse and we kept going, but it was no dialogue in between. And I was like, man, if this was last of us, they would have made an extra like, Hey, you know, let's keep going. Or, Hey, it's only a little bit further let's keep moving and it just it keeps the momentum it keeps the fluidity of the game feel natural mm-hmm. um like nothing is broken and so yeah
0: 100 really. percent. i mean it, mm-hmm. it's definitely something you notice when you play games yeah. that don't have that i mean yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I love the thing when you're in the open area as you said in seattle there's like mm-hmm. they'll have conversations like a lot of conversations when you're just riding the mm-hmm. horse around and you get to an area and you do something and it kind of like breaks that conversation and it happens so organically that when you know they'll go finish what they need to do and they'll go back on the horse and they'll god of war did this too god of war yes and they'll be like well okay so as i was saying you know something like that to go back to the conversation i'm so glad they do that because God of war and this game i'm very interested in what they have to say the writing's great Mm -hmm. i'm very interested in what both those games have to say what these characters have to say to each other and Mm -hmm. so like uh yeah it's just so natural and it feels, feels great. I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like you get a lot of that with Ellie's story a lot because there's so much of, um, of Abby's story where she is alone. And so you don't get it yes. quite as much. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So really between the things that we've talked about, not too much happens. I mean, mm-hmm. um, it's just a revenge mission. There was a point where I think, you know, I think as the gamer, this is the first time where they put you in Ellie's shoes and you're like, you're gonna take this farther than you want to, is when she tortures ah gosh, what's uh Abby's friend's
1: name? Help me out here. Nora. Nora. Or no. You. Um wait, was it her?
0: I think so. Is when yeah, she, yeah. she she kills her and you have to mm-hmm. press the, the square
1: button. Yes, the scene is red she's yes. hopping and popping yeah
0: i thought it was a choice thing i really did i sat mm. there for i sat there for a while and then i realized okay no nope, she's this camera's fixated on her this yeah. you know about a minute has gone by i've literally <laughs> let that thing sit for like a minute watching her <sighs> yeah you know and i was like all right let's do this mm-hmm. and yeah that's the turning no point no turning back yeah would that be i guess that is the turning point to to her uh, rage and anger and hate, you would say mm-hmm. she, she <clears throat> kind of has like a recognition of it. You know, that's, that's good that she does have like a recognition where it's like, I, she knows she did something horrible and she's not like callous at the end. Not like I did what I had to, you know what I mean?
2: Right. Exactly. Um,
0: even though I do feel like she's goes deeper. It Like she's going deeper into that darkness. Hmm. Um, but I do like that she has some regret about it, even though she is kind of digging herself deeper into hatred. You know?
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah,
1: no turning back from that moment. And like again, she's so young. It's weird um, to think that she was just like a kid in the first game, and now she's this gr- this you know semi grown up having to make these I don't know about having, but choosing to make these really difficult decisions to avenge this former father figure slash friend of hers. Um, It's tough.
0: Yeah. It it, it is kind of crazy having, and you have to do all this as the player Mm -hmm. and making this little girl, (laughs) not little girl, but you know, young woman do all this stuff. I mean, it's, it is crazy and yeah. And then uh, basically we just get the scene where she kills Owen and uh, Mm -hmm. kills, uh, you know, I guess we should say also the dog and uh yes. yes what's uh her the pregnant woman's name what is her mel name? mel yes Mel. yeah
1: yeah that's a gut punch mm, yes literally yeah literally uh <laughs> yeah i know it was and i i've got to say i owen's character was a bit flat to me <clears throat> because um i don't know i just one thing i really appreciated was um, not being able to recognize any of these characters, like I didn't know who their mocaps were, who their um, voice actors were. I liked just being introduced to them and learning who they were. <clears throat> but I just I didn't feel like I connected with Owen um, or really just liked who he was. Um, so it was that that said that doesn't mean that that made that scene for me any less impactful um i think the best part about it for me was i think the sound went away where she noticed that mel was pregnant after the fact yeah and like she's on her knees and her ears are ringing um yeah. while it, like slowly tommy walks in it was yeah i think it was beautifully done
0: absolutely and you're just like oh my god
1: what have, did i do yeah what have we done ellie <laughs> and, and i have, think the hard part is you know it's coming like even though you're You know, like, all right, that door's locked. Here's this door. Okay, I know who's behind it. Oh, gosh, what is about to happen? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know something big is about to happen. Something big. Yeah. And then, uh, speaking of which, yeah, I mean, uh, that very night is when Mm -hmm. we get a visit from Abby. Bam. Jesse is taken out. Uh, Um, Right in the face. Right in the freaking face. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) And we get the, the moment where, uh, yeah, I mean, Ellie, is, you think she's pretty much through. And uh, she's got the drop on her. And she mm-hmm. says, you know, I let you live. You know, kind of realizing that you're the one She who's... You don't know what she's gone through at this point. You just know she's nowhere mm-hmm. to be seen. And she's realized that all her friends are dead. You killed my friends. We let you live. And you wasted and you it. you
1: wasted it. Yeah. Oof.
0: That's a good... I don't know. What something There's really... It's really a simple line, but I think what Mm -hmm. helps it is the delivery here. I think uh, Laura Bailey is great Mm -hmm. as Abby, and she just drops some really good lines like that, and that's just like, oof. That's just impactful, really emotionally. You can tell how emotionally distraught she is and how she's like, you freaking wasted it. You did all this. Now I have to... So, yeah, bam. Bam. We Mm -hmm. cut. And, yeah, here we are. And from this moment, did you know did you know that we were going to be spending most of the, the rest of the game with Abby?
1: No, not at all.
0: Yeah, I. Yeah. It was after, It was. Wasn't until day one. What where it said mm-hmm. day one? And I was like,
1: oh, yep, okay. Here we go. Here yeah. we
0: go. We're doing this. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, when it was at the point where it's a flashback, and you know, she's
1: bright, bushy-tailed, young Abby. Oh boy, Dad. Yeah. Look, I found a coin, you know. <laughs> With a really short braided tail in the back, too, which I, yeah. I really like.
0: <laughs> I thought this was awesome. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were rescuing a zebra.
1: Yeah. Of, of it was course. it was disorienting. I'm thinking like, oh, there's a deer call. And I'm like, oh no. That's right. The world yeah. is gone. The zoos are broken.
0: Not or just whatever. like the zoo, it's the same zoo. Whatever zoo. That yes, those yes, giraffe right. came from is the same right. zoo that the zebra
2: same came from. Yes. You're
0: probably having this moment, very mm-hmm. short succession, from when uh, um Ellie and Joel were having their moment with the giraffe.
1: Mm. So true. Gosh, yeah. that's yeah, that's a great mirroring of the first and second game.
0: Crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, after this, and we get day one, this is when I mean, this, I mean, I can imagine being just taken and ripped right out Mm -hmm. of everything that's going on. This is a test. Yes, it is. This this tests you where you can definitely disconnect at this point.
1: (laughs) I get it. And I'm willing to, I would wonder, I would love to see the results of like how many people who beat Last of Us 1 got to this point and finished the game versus people who didn't play Last of Us 1 and got to the point and quit. Because if you finished the first game, you know that the payoff in the second game is going to be good, mm-hmm. right? You know that the story is going to take you places and it's going to be a wild ride, whether you love it or hate it. So I, I knew that like, oh man, even though I'm starting from day one again, I have to push through because yes. it's going to be worth it.
0: 100%. You see the day one mm-hmm. and yeah, you do feel like you've regressed. You're playing mm-hmm. as Abby. Things are calm. Your things are calmed down. Your you're, the climax has been reset, and you're at the beginning again. And it's mm-hmm. in, in a way because, like, yeah, you're back at her base. You're you kind of see what they're doing immediately. You're meeting all the people you just slaughtered. Yes, like oh hey, and she's like playing her PlayStation Vita, and you're like oh. <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> Everyone's here. Oh, the dogs. Hey. Oh,
1: the dogs. Yes. Oh, they like me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. I gotta I gotta say something. All right. I I love dogs. I'm a dog lover. Mm-hmm. And um I'm not not <laughs> but when this game like was starting, they were starting to, like review game gameplay trailer at one of the E3. Is like one of the big questions: Do you have to kill the dogs? You know, mm. very sad. You know, very sad to kill a dog, obviously. Yeah. Even in a video game, but like people, <laughs> oh my god, get rid of those. People. But the dogs, uh-uh, very sad. Um, <laughs> so like you know they and they said, yeah, if you're really if you're really good and you're smart, you play it smart. You do not
1: have to kill the dogs. Bo. must not be that smart because they can literally smell you and will follow you
0: i one i have no idea i I never tried because yeah Mm -hmm. it, it 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 makes you have you need to kill them first it makes yeah it's dumb to do anything else and so the gameplay definitely does not reward you for sparing these cute dogs
1: well and you think about controls too if i'm playing with a controller with thumbsticks you're expecting me because naturally for the human enemies you're aiming for the head the upper body but for the dogs you have to like point down because they're rummaging through the grass and you're trying to find them so it's this back and forth of like wait okay there's a human enemy coming oh wait now I have to look down so it's gotta be really fast so yeah to to take them out first makes the most sense.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Because right when you start a commotion, they're going to be let loose and you're yep. going to be like, wait, where are they? And then all of a sudden, where are they? and you're like, Oh, yep. done, S- done. And so, yeah, now here we are after I've killed, I don't know, 25 dogs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> here we are playing fetch. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> feel a little bad. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
1: It I mean, was. I will say, I I appreciated the structure of that area of walking down a football stadium and like, wow, they have settled in in this area. This this could be, this could be real. I guess, right? Like, if you know, there was an infection and it swept across the world and people were holed up in spaces, like maybe this makes sense. I've never seen it before, so it's interesting to walk through that area. Yeah,
0: I bought the the wolves headquarters, and <laughs> this football field. It was really cool. Um, just to kind of make, I said I feel bad. I I don't. Did you get the impression that uh of a wagging finger at any point at this at, like in any of this? As I feel like it's very matter of fact. It's not.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-mm.
0: I don't feel like you know, there's not a character who comes up and i don't know like gives a speech to make you feel like the game is saying you're bad for playing the first half of the game (laughs) you know what i mean
1: oh no yeah i I don't i i feel like it was backward storytelling for me i think it was so you're hit with a major gut punching story beat in the beginning of the game the death of the main protagonist of the first game and then are forced to play through several hours with the new main lead, Ellie, without him, but then are shifted to reliving those past three days through the eyes of the villain, and then are expected to understand the villain's motivations. I think that's really that's backwards and it's hard to pull that off. I don't I don't know that I've ever seen that sort of formula before. Yeah. So yeah.
0: I, I will say this. I mean, like for me, I I never Hated Abby. I mean, like, mm-hmm. she killed Joel, right? You're mm-hmm. mad. Sure. You know, it's easy. I, I never was at the point, if you're at the point where you hate her, I think this is going to have a hard time to, to win you over. But kind of, you know, at first I was like, oh, okay. It's, it was always going to happen. And she's the one who did sure. it. Okay. I don't really know a thing about her. And you really don't. I mean, you're not, you don't, huh? from that point, you're not really, you don't know why she did it or what's going on. But you do know it's a revenge thing. Mm hmm. And then when you start, when you, and you start your revenge mission yourself as Abby and you're behind her. And so I'm kind of like, huh? It can I'm open to what she has to say Yeah. at this point. But from a storytelling perspective, like at this first day, the first day I'm very much like, all right, what is this? What are we doing? Are we doing something interesting? Okay. So we're battling scars Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm running around with Mel and uh, what's uh what's her other friend's name? I forgot. Manny. Manny. Thank you. You're really that? Good yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're really good at that. And at this point, I'm very much like okay. I'm just kind of I'm playing a video game now. You know, I feel like I'm playing. A sure. Game. I'm like there. There's moments in the Abbey story where I'm like, am I playing a Last of Us game? Like, do you ever mm. do you ever get that? I don't know. Because because you're just in a some in some of these like areas where I'm like, man, I am in an area that doesn't feel last of us i'm playing a character who i don't know and i'm doing something that you know i've never done before and (laughs) that's one of those things for me where i'm like one half of me is like what am i doing the other half of me i'm like cool new new stuff
1: yes i like it exactly yeah yeah, I would completely agree with that. I think that um, <clears throat> Naughty Dog takes risks, and I think after the wild success of the first game, they had to take risks in this second one um, and make it bigger and huge and so different and unexpected. Yeah. Um, and I think that they did that.
0: Um, I feel like you know, really, what we get with Abby, you know, the really early on, it's about like kind of the Owen kind of situation of mm, it you know how mm-hmm. you kind of get what he did he would he killed uh, a wolf basically as they say in defense of one of the seraphites mm-hmm. and um he's he's hiding out in the marina and it's all about kind of going to him mm. <sighs> i'm trying i'm kind of losing losing the track here i feel like it's been a while so mm-hmm. once you get to owen that's when you peace out and you go off to the seraphites uh, no that's when you get or is it on the way to owen where you get kind of taken by the seraphites
1: um oh yeah i'm not sure what happens but well yeah well you when i do remember when you get to the aquarium you have yara and you're looking for love um, that's right i think she, i'm being you get the stuff shark and all that yeah
0: i think i'm being thrown off by the flashbacks because yes like yeah. like the Ellie stuff where there's flashbacks focusing around joel mm-hmm. um a lot of some of the flashbacks with uh are focused around owen so you get a really extended flashback with oh gosh yeah that's a very uh long part of the game where they're just kind of mm-hmm. on a you know pretty much on a date
1: right <laughs> at, yeah at the,
0: at the marina and so that's a extended flashback and so i kind of got and she's around the same age as when you're playing as her, you know, now. And so you kind of kind of got, like, thrown off a little bit, I guess.
2: Yeah, so. yeah.
0: But, yeah, I feel like this Abby story, What does it, when does it kick into gear for you as far as I'm on
1: her side? Oh, man. Am I on her side? I think, um, well, I think, one, I never liked the fact that she was – kind of was pulled along by Owen. I'm not using the right phrasing, but like um, led to believe that there was something there, Um, even after Mel had gotten pregnant. So I didn't like her emotions being played with that way. I don't know if I was, um, I don't know if I was ever on her side, but I understood her after we learned that it was her father the doctor who Joel killed um, in the first game. And I I thought, like, okay, this is more than just Joel not holding up his end of the bargain for the Wolves. This is personal. So just like Ellie has motivations, I understand Abby's motivations now. And I think that Abby's um, heart and compassion sort of played out with Lev and Yara throughout the game, throughout the late game. Which was really great to see, um, but I don't know. She's an interesting character. I like her as a character. She's interesting for me. Um, I don't know if I'm on her side though. I still don't. It's weird. I had a full game with Ellie and Joel before I started Last of Us Two, so I understand them. I've had like like eight hours with Abby, you know, so I'm not sure I'm there yet. Yeah, I get it. it. It's like it's it's one of those things where
0: it is there's certain port parts of the game where i'm like i because like ellie you're on her side at the beginning and she certain. well Mm -hmm. this is this was my experience i was on i'm on ellie's side at the beginning then she starts to lose me she starts doing Mm -hmm. things to me that i'm like okay you're choosing to go down this path that Mm -hmm. um it's just whoa and you're doing so much to to get to this person Mm -hmm. and huh and um Whereas Abby is, she's on her way out, you know? Yes. You're, you're on Ellie's descent and you're like on Abby's like kind of ascension out of like hatred and the darkness. And so she's kind of, and I feel like Yara and Lev are a big part of that mm-hmm. hanging out with them. You kind of start to see that. And it's during those moments, especially like the first uh, kind of mission with uh lev when you're you know going across the sky bridge and all that stuff mm-hmm. and they're kind of talking to each other and coming to and bonding really in a way
2: mm-hmm.
0: And that at that point i feel like abby kind of had me won over i would say i'm like okay i'm invested mm-hmm. i, I want to save these kids i am dreading going back to mm-hmm. the marina to to see what has transpired <laughs> yes yes and I don't, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I don't want to see these characters kill each other. You know, I'm, that's where I'm at that mm-hmm. point, you know? um, But yeah, I mean, I feel like Lev and Yara were crucial to that. And, and you know, I found them interesting. I felt like they were almost like, like a Lev being almost like kind of a different kind of uh, Ellie, how she was in the first, uh, how, you know, he was in the first game. Yeah. Uh, because like, I don't know. Lev like is almost like new to the world. And, like not mm-hmm. just like this new world, but just the world in general because <laughs> he's, you know, yeah. in a in a cult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he doesn't really know anything about the real world. He's just uh, kind of raised in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: so I felt like uh, that was kind of what bought me into it, and that's pretty much what you're doing for for the rest of Abby's stuff. It's all about like saving them, and the mm-hmm. whole Owen stuff is kind of just the environment. Like you can kind of see some of the stuff there with uh with Owen. As far as what you said about Owen being kind of flat, I I, mm-hmm. I I have to agree with that. I mean, I feel like you know you know when a uh, uh, a character in a story sometimes serves the sole purpose of meaning a certain thing to another character without being a fully oh fleshed out yeah. character themselves yeah yes. th- th- this is that you know the whole mm-hmm. she he was you know the light that um that uh abby lost he was like mm-hmm. the one who was kind of stayed kind of pure and uh Ab- and like she wanted he wanted to be with her but she was too she held on to revenge so hard that he uh, he couldn't be with her because she felt like he was felt like she was emotionally unavailable, and so yeah, yeah. That, he kind of serves that purpose, and that's really it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's spot on. It's it was interesting, and I think that's why we spent so much time with him at the marina, uh, or even like the the sex scene on the boat, or mm-hmm. the. um He's like,
0: holy crap, I did not see that coming. Yeah, I didn't.
1: I didn't either. It's just it it was it was tough because I felt like they were they made me care for Joel and the loss of Joel. Um and I don't know if they were trying to make me care for the loss of Owen, but I didn't as much because I was already on Ellie's side.
0: Yeah, I hear you.
1: So But I mean it's a game of moral morality. So it's a if you don't choose a side, I don't think that you're getting much out of it. Um or you aren't affected by it. I don't think you're getting much out of it. I think naughty dog is purposefully trying to make people divisive by having to make choices like that. I agree. Yeah. It's definitely a, uh,
0: (laughs) a tough thing where there's a lot of things that you do in the game. You're like, I'm not sure I want to do this. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, the death of Owen, it's very much like when he died, you know, obviously because we, we killed him before we, you know, what right. little we do know about him. <laughs> we killed him right. before we even got that. And so we're like watching him talk about what he wants and what he wants from Abby. And we're just like, dead mate. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So
2: it's
0: it's kind of hard to see him as anything more than a, a ghost at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, even if he had a strong character to kind of back any of that up. <laughs> yeah you're just kind of like, Ooh, he's gone. Oh, You're gone. You know what I mean? So I think they get a really, most of the only, like one, the only friends of Abby that kind of you care about are, uh, Yara and Lev, I think. Yeah. Really. Because you don't know what's going on with them. You don't, you have never seen them before. You don't know if they have, mm-hmm. should they share the fate of Owen and, uh, and Mel.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, sorry, I can talk about this game for a thousand years. Let's, let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I don't want this podcast to run too long here. Sure. Um, okay. So after everything that happens, yeah, I mean, honestly, the, the stuff that you talk about the most is at the end, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Abby of course goes on the big adventure with uh, a 11 yards. She becomes outcast from the wolves. And, Mm -hmm. uh, because of that, basically it happens really quickly. Um, yeah, it does. We get that awesome stuff over at the the island, which is mm-hmm. it's interesting that the you know now the uh, Seattle flooded so much that the Sky Needle is on an island now.
1: So wild to think about.
0: Yeah, very cool. Um, and yeah, and now we get to the point where our stories intersect, where she comes back for some vengeance, and mm-hmm. you fight Ellie. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't like boss fights like this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: where you have to do it a certain way or else it's instant death
1: yes yeah i and i caught myself losing a few times after like oh i had to do throw this at her first or okay yeah
0: yeah it's just like nope you got to do it this way or she stabs mm-hmm. you immediately and yes. so it's like oh, okay it's one of those <laughs> i don't really like those i feel like the game avoids that sort of thing uh for the most part you know when you're fighting mm-hmm. just random people you can kind of just dispatch them and so many different ways. But with Ellie, you can have to go a very certain way about it.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, um, it was so so weird, like and and knowing that, okay, this is a big fight, but I know I'm not going to kill Ellie because you know, she's got to have a, a better ending that this is her game. So it was weird knowing that this is actually happening. So, for a moment, I felt like, "Wait, is this Abby's end in the middle of this fight? Is something going to happen and i am am I then going to lose control of that character and immediately switch to Ellie,
0: yeah,
1: and then be on a completely different path for now so but it didn't turn out that way, quite the opposite
0: yeah, absolutely i mean i I reverse there was a second there, right, definitely, I was like. Is she gonna kill Ellie? You know when, yeah. when she's mm-hmm. strangling her before uh, uh, Dina comes to kind of intervene right? <laughs> yeah. And then geez, that whole
2: mm-hmm.
0: she's pregnant and then she says, good. chills. That is pretty bone chilling, and then Lev is just like Abby. Yeah, that, that's that's a moment where you're, that's why I'm like, okay, yeah, he's like her second chance at this point you know so
1: i bought it that's that's exactly what ellie didn't get when she was standing in front of nora like if ellie had a lev there saying ellie i don't think she would have done it
0: yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. i think if uh dina was there she's like and she's she she said you know she's like ellie don't or something like that she she definitely would have but she was just her Mm -hmm. in her anger and uh and she decided like that—that's thing. She decided that she's going alone. She was, yep. well, she was, I believe, with Jesse at that point, and she was like, n- and they had a plan. And she, she was like, no, and she like they split mm-hmm. up, and so the fact that she goes it alone and like won't really let anyone else in is uh, kind of to her
1: mm-hmm. downfall
0: there. But yeah, uh, how far in the future are we at this point when we cut?
1: Um, to are you talking about the farmhouse? Yeah. How far is this? Like an a, a year, two years? Year. So Dina was okay. So Dina's pregnant and let's say first trimester, because she was still vomiting and whatnot. I don't know, maybe three months. That baby looks about six months. Hmm. Um, so a year and some, maybe. I don't know. That is just a complete guess.
0: That that sounds right. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean we're here on the farm, living a supposed mm-hmm. and happy life. And now let me say, like this, like the this, the the grain here, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I talked to you about this a little bit. Like Ghost of Tsushima is a beautiful game, uh, mm-hmm. where you're just constantly given eye candy, where you're just like, wow, this world's beautiful. There's leaves going all over the place. There's color. Uh, mm-hmm. The Last of Us is more technically proficient. It's, it's more detailed than that game. Mm-hmm. I'm not the rag- ragged on uh, goes to see him or anything like that. Sure. But um it's in this scene where because usually the game is very dour, very, very dark light blue, gray. Um it's in this scene where you're given color, you're giving light, and you're mm. in the the uh the field of wheat or whatever it is, and you're just like what That's the one moment where I actually stopped and I just kind of looked around. And I was like, wow yeah this is ridiculously good looking <laughs>
1: Yeah, their light, gosh, light was used um, sparingly. And I, th- and I think it makes sense because you're just in dark spaces or underground or, you know, nighttime and camps and whatnot. So you're right to be in that wide open. It felt peaceful and it felt safe. It was weird. Uh, yeah, I, I wondered, like I tried to appreciate the space that I was in, but also wondered like what is happening in the rest of the world around me right now? like yeah is this real
0: anytime there's like a time jump like that too and like Mm -hmm. any sort of like fiction that's out there you're like wow what's changed you're very eager to kind of know and uh it doesn't seem like too much i mean (laughs) tommy comes over and he's like right a monster now (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. sorry that's Mm -hmm. very me so i guess he got shot in the head but it just it didn't really it just kind of got in his bones or something like that. I don't know.
1: Was it? it was, oh, I maybe I'm misremembering. I thought he was like in the back or something because he came over with like a cane maybe.
0: Yeah. And he's, well, that was uh, when Lev shot him in the leg.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay.
0: Yeah. And uh, he's like blind in one eye.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he's jacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's like, you got to go on this. You got to get her. Mm -hmm. She basically tells her where she is. And Dina's like, get out of here.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, we get our last mission here. She leaves. Dina's like, you go, this is freaking it. I can't do this. Peace out. If you leave.
1: (laughs) It's so weird because in any other video game, that would have been the end, right? That the farmhouse would have been the end. And I'm thinking, like, okay, how close am I? And then I am immediately greeted by Ellie's PTSD flashback, Um, which is weird because it's, like, the first time we ever see some visible psychological distress. Like, she's done some brutal stuff for many hours, and everything else has been her filled with stress, anger, but not so much, like, confusion or disorientation. And she's holding... Um, I guess we can say her kid, her and Dina's kid, and like yeah, upset and screaming and it's the first time we see her broken like that. So it was really for me, I was like, Well, the game's de- definitely not over now. I got a lot yeah. more to do.
0: <laughs> I think that, that makes a lot of sense. The fact that we see signs of her PTSD now. I mean, like yeah. a lot of times uh, you know, soldiers don't, you know, experience a lot of stuff like that until they come home. And mm. so it's like she's out of the trenches at this point. Mm-hmm. Now she's trying to find peace and she's having these flashbacks and mm. uh, yeah. And uh, she can't let it go. And so, yeah, yeah.
1: we're going to California. This is <laughs> such, an, yeah, such an an interesting, not even like new location, but a completely new threat of enemy too. the Rattlers. Yeah. Wow, it was, <laughs> yeah like what, what and where and how, and how many more hours do I have left? Yeah, it's for I've and I, I'm not a runner, but for my friends who say like, man, those marathons, it's never the 26, it's that point one or point two that gets you. <laughs> this was the point two. Like, okay, where am I? <laughs> yep. Yeah,
0: I th- okay. So I got you know I'm like you, or okay, this always happens to me. This always freaking happens to me and yeah. yeah when you're at the point where you think you're at the end of the game i am like nope here we go i'm here finishing go. this right now Tonight, and so, yeah and so <laughs> that's what ends up leading to 3 a.m playthroughs and so yeah i finished this game at like three thirty. i had work oh in the morning yeah. Oof, yeah yeah i know it was on like a tuesday or something like that <laughs> so you know it's one of those things where i've definitely got to the farmhouse and i was like okay Mm -hmm. we're close to the end okay Mm -hmm. we're close to the end i'm (laughs) finishing this and so yeah like okay so here we are california Mm -hmm. you play as abby again not for very long basically long enough to be like we're gonna see the fireflies left let's do this
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: we're gonna do this let's go and here comes these guys. They kind of ambush yes. them out of nowhere. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on. And you get there as Ellie, and you kind of assume that things are wrapping up. What what are these guys called again? You you name them. But the rattlers. Know, the rattlers. Okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: They're they're just bad guys. I mean
1: with yeah, we, submachine guns apparently
0: yeah it's one of those <laughs> things where this how ha- they did this to us in the last game and the last of us One, where it's like at the very end you start getting a
1: machine gun oh right <laughs>
0: yeah where you actually fight the fireflies and you're like oh a machine gun game's over
1: <laughs> yes exactly
0: so here we have a silencer machine gun and uh mm-hmm. yeah the last stretch of the game and it there's not too much to say about these guys. I mean, she just kind of plows through them. I mean, they seem to. Mm-hmm. The only defining characteristics is they seem to keep slaves, and mm-hmm. they um, they have like infected, like as like chained up. I don't know to what end. I I don't really know. To, me neither. Me neither. Are they supposed to like sense people faster? I mean, because they have clickers. Uh, true. And I guess yeah. you have to be more quiet, but it didn't it never like really got me in trouble. Like honestly, yeah, I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, there's one bam dead. All right. Now the mm-hmm. rest of them. Um, so yeah, I mean, we can go just skip to it. We get to, we get to, to Abby and uh, she's
1: <laughs>
0: very skinny
1: hair. I, I walked right by her. Not even going to lie.
0: Absolutely. I was looking mm-hmm. for that braid. There's another Yes. They purposefully put someone else with that hair there and you see her. You're mm. like, That's not her. And then you were like, what the as, as yeah. you see actually Abby sits, sitting there just starved and just weak. Yeah. And yeah, this is painful. This is really you, you like walk with her to the boats and you're like, What, what mm-hmm. are we gonna what are we gonna do? And then she puts a knife to Lev's throat and threatens to he kill her, kill him, and then there they go. This is not that was this not a fun
2: fight, obviously. <laughs>
0: That's right. I lost once. Oh, okay. This was um, not, not a hard fight. This was not a hard yeah, fight. It's extremely right. easy. Abby mm-hmm. is very slow, very weak. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be hard, but I lost because mm. I didn't want to do it. There were moments where gotcha. I like tapped X maybe a little bit slower than I. I was like, do I have to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and you do you don't there's no choice in the matter yeah um
1: yeah it's um i don't know if you ever played i think it was metal gear solid four there's a yeah there's just a fist fight at the very end and it's just like over the top um slugs and slow motion hits and all that jazz so, yeah it reminded me of like okay i've been literally running through and it took me 25 hours I and mean, 24 and a a half hours with a backpack and crafting materials. And now all of that is stripped from me and it's just Uh bare knuckles. And yet I get that there's something to be said about like the old let's do this, me versus you type deal. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was, I didn't, I will say at the farmhouse, maybe even a little bit before the farmhouse, so much in the back of my mind was when in the world am I going to get to a boat that is significant to the boat on the title uh, screen? Right. hundred percent. hundred percent. So I'm like, I haven't seen the boat yet. So when am I going to get there? And then they start talking about the boats. I'm like, okay, this is it. Now this makes sense. But it was, yeah, it was an, it was an odd choice for a final fight type ending um i don't i don't think i don't say odd in the sense that's bad it's just maybe wasn't what i was expecting actually the whole game wasn't what i was expecting (laughs) so come to think about it right and i don't mean that in a bad way maybe that's a good thing maybe i don't like you said i like to be surprised i don't want to say like okay here's chapters one through ten here's the epilogue now it's over it was very different
0: yep Absolutely, and you know it's uh <laughs> it's extremely painful. Honestly, uh, at the yeah. end, I just like I feel bad, especially like during that fight. Like I gotta give it up to like these facial animations, like not just oh like gosh, in yeah. in cutscenes, but like when Abby's like swinging a punch to you, you see the anguish, mm-hmm. and like she's full of pain. She doesn't want to do this. She's just done. And then when you like put the knife to her the like the pain in her face just oh you just feel bad i'm like oh god and then (laughs) as she's drowning her you get a Mm -hmm. flash to joel and it's one that we haven't seen yet with him in a guitar and uh until later we find out what that is but yeah she lets him go they drive they go off in the boat and that's the last we see of abby in this game and lev for now yeah for now yeah um But yeah i mean um the end i think is gut-wrenching as far as uh Mm. it's gut-wrenching she comes back to a gray and Mm. empty cabin or house or whatever and Mm -hmm. everything's gone and uh we didn't talk about the musical choices Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean we have you know the main ones is the the pearl jam song and Mm -hmm. the uh obviously the Uh aha song which is you know yes
1: yeah, not gonna if, lie I shed some tears in that moment i i i
0: did tear up in this mm. moment i mean like because yeah. okay so we get the the flashback with joel after that right after she plays guitar mm. wait um or was it before i forgot
1: so you're talking about before take on me
0: no, sorry. I was oh, not that. I'm sorry. I was talking about the the end oh. here
1: where Oh, the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we get that. They're like on the porch, right? Talking about it.
0: Yeah. And uh mm-hmm. it it it's it's a pretty big thing. I mean, it's an, it's a, such a big thing to find out about a pivotal character at the end of uh, of of a such a long game that yeah, yeah that they're cuz you're the whole time you're like what happened? What was the, mm-hmm. their like status quo? And cause like, she, like the last time we saw them have a conversation is I, we're not speaking ever again. And right. then, you know, they're talking with Dina. It's like, yeah, we're going to watch a movie. What's going on? And mm. so, yeah, that was like, their first going to be the first time like hanging out again after they had this conversation of, uh, basically, I don't know if I can forgive you, but I want to, or I yeah. want to try. So let's try.
1: Uh gut wrenching.
0: I haven't mentioned it yet, but man, <sighs> Troy Baker is just uh, the king. Like he is, his, <laughs> yes. vo- his as a voice actor, he is amazing. Like yeah, he's incredible. done so much, and he's always good. But mm-hmm. here, when his voice is just breaking, Ugh, when like, yeah. and she's like, "I don't," but I'd like to try, and he's like. <sighs> you know those like i and, you know, like that and i'm like
2: good I'm like, oh
0: boy <laughs> oh boy and i'm like tearing up man and then like her play like as a guitarist i've mm-hmm. i've thought about losing like a hand or something like that oh my gosh yeah you're it's right. one of those things i think about like man i would never be able to play guitar again and so you when wouldn't yeah her without her fingers after she lost them in the fight with abby Mm-hmm. And she's trying to play the Pearl Jam song, and they're making you do it too. They're making I know. you do it. It's so brutal. And it's like, ding, ding, ding. And it's just like awful. I'm like, oh my God, stop it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and so, yeah, um, she walks away. It's the end of the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so, so she walks off. It's the end of the game. I mean, it's like. Yeah. Where's she going? Who knows? Is mm-hmm. she going back to the town? Who knows?
1: Mm-hmm. Where's no Dina knows? and the baby and Tommy?
0: Where's Dina, the baby, and Tommy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy. Stuff didn't work out with her. Him, her, and him and his wife are done. Right,
1: right. Maria, who I liked, oh, yeah. is like a really brief character.
0: Yeah. First, mm-hmm. I didn't recognize her. You know, obviously being from the first game.
1: In mm. uh,
0: that. Plant that they were in when you right yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, it's over. There's not really anything after that. You get a song of uh, Mm -hmm. Troy Baker and uh, ah, come on, I gotta remember her name. Um, singing a song together. So I thought that Ashley Ashley Ashley, Johnson, Ashley Ashley Johnson. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah, I mean, yes.
1: Yeah, uh, it's uh, I know leaving the yeah the guitar at the windowsill um the same one that joel was cleaning in the beginning um yeah just really interesting and then i'm greeted with the new title screen of the boat that we believe abby and lev took which is now docked and off in the distance is i think the casino where the fireflies are yes that is so we're to assume last of us three will include Abby in some form or fashion, right? But who knows?
0: Who knows, man? You know, it's like, yeah. it's hard to know whether or not they're going to continue after this. Um, yeah, It made so much money.
1: Yes, indeed. <laughs> so yes, indeed. much.
0: It's hard to imagine that Sony isn't talking to Neil Druckmann, mm-hmm. talking about the possibilities, but uh, I will. we'll see. But I don't know. I mean, this is not... I mean, it's a happy ending, sort of, for Abby and Lev. I mean, it's as happy as it can be for them. It is pretty much almost as far away from a happy ending for Ellie as almost you can imagine. I mean, at least uh, Dina and the baby are alive. (laughs) You can say that. But she is alone. But we don't know where she's going. Maybe she is asking for forgiveness. Maybe the Mm. fact that she had that flashback and there was the hope of rec- reconciliation with Joel. Maybe there could be some reconciliation with her and Dina. So, I mean, mm, I, point. the fact that they ended with that, that, that scene was the, okay, you know, it was that the little bit of hope that I needed to where it was like, okay, it isn't the life sucks. Go kill yourself. Kind of ending, you know, it isn't right, that, right. that bleak. It is, there's a little bit of hope a little bit of
1: (laughs) hope just the sliver yeah. Just a little bit (laughs) yeah it's interesting i consider um both games just to be a a larger like one long i don't know one long game almost one long story so it's it was Mm -hmm. really exciting to just revisit some of these characters and and experience time with some new ones um I still want to know, like, what's up with Joel's wife? What's the deal with her? I don't know anything about her. No. Um, right? I mean, I, I, you replayed the first game. I don't really remember. I played it years ago. So I just don't remember her being a thing.
0: Yeah, I don't remember it at all. I'm going to be honest. Oh, I don't remember yeah. much conversation about um about her at all. No. No. So, no. Uh,
1: maybe, maybe it's irrelevant. But, like, I look at, okay. Ellie being a, a teen in the first one, a young adult in the sec- second one, and now a woman slash mother in the third maybe with like different motivations. Um, so yeah, I'm really curious what that's going to turn out to be.
0: I would be cool yeah. if it was, okay, we're switching gears. We're ending this mm-hmm. thing because mm-hmm. the fact that she was infected was almost like a non-issue in this game. Like, it barely came up. Right, right, yeah. It's, it's like you could forget. Like, oh, yeah, she's supposed to be the salvation of mankind. Mm, yep. And it was taken away from her. Maybe several years down the line, maybe that hope arises again. Maybe mm. uh, something like that. And then we end it, and maybe the world can be saved. Or maybe mm. not. And, yeah, we well, are all maybe screwed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh uh, man
0: but either way oh man i really enjoyed talking about this game with you i mean oh same I, I think uh it's obvious that we both uh definitely for better or worse really mm-hmm. enjoy uh this game and so yeah I, I really enjoyed uh doing this we're gonna have to do another time man um there's oh, definitely uh, yeah like uh there's uh we'll have to have you on like one of our spoiler casts and like maybe a movie or. Uh, Ghost of Shima, I'm still working my way through that but I'll be interested awesome. to Same, yeah. talk to you about that I don't think it's going to be quite as long as uh, no. <laughs> this podcast but uh, I, I would love to discuss that for sure
1: I'm all for it I, I've got to say for like people who haven't played it maybe just if you own a PlayStation or like you need to play The Last of Us games, I, I feel like there are certain games in our Generation that tells stories that are rich and full of great narrative, um, and love it or hate it, it's something that you should experience.
0: What, I, like, I, I can't okay, so we're, we're at the end of the PlayStation 4's life cycle. Yes. I, man, I, every time I stop and think, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of a better mm. like generation of gaming for like the PlayStation or for really for almost any console. It's just There's so many like 10 out of 10 games Mm -hmm. on this thing, or at least nines. It's just what I'm not even talking about, just like what whatever site rated it. It's just clear that these games are just fantastic. We got God of War, Uncharted Mm -hmm. 4, and Persona 5. What in the world? (laughs)
1: Final Fantasy 7, which Fantasy no one VII. ever thought was coming.
0: <laughs> exactly. Kingdom Hearts 3, <laughs> even though that's not an exclusive. But So what sure. did you do yeah. to deserve? <laughs>
1: Horizon Zero Dawn, Red Dead Horizon. 2, Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh, Death Stranding. Goodness.
0: Hey, I'd love yeah. to talk to you about that oh game. Oh, my for gosh. Sure. Yeah. I talked a little bit about the podcast on this, but I'd like to have a, an elongated oh, buddy. talk about Old that Kojima, one.
1: yeah. How long yeah, would it right. take it for is. us to
0: figure that one out? <laughs> <laughs>
1: gosh. Oh, who knows? Who who can ever figure it out? To be honest,
0: you and me—we're gonna figure <laughs> out what in the world the BB units are and the meaning oh, yes. of being a what is it? Hold on, oh, let me let me get it. Uh, is, what what kind of entity is it?
1: Extinction, <laughs> Extinction entity. Extinction
0: entity. We're gonna figure it all out. Yes.
1: <laughs> One day.
0: One day. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. If you likewise. We'll have you on again. We're talking about like kind of doing a, uh, you know, having guests on, even with uh with Luke's here, um, every cool. now and then. But uh, Adam, um, yeah, you'll be on the podcast again. And uh, thanks for being on this
2: week.
1: Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, man. See ya. See ya.